Hello, Kata. You're listening to Pacific Waves from RNZ Pacific, Mikoroy Hawkins. Coming up... If you are a voter who is still unsure of where you will be voting, simply text your voter card number to 1500. A campaign blackout is underway in Fiji as we enter the final countdown to Wednesday's election. Also... The cases here continue to escalate. New Zealand medical team is to assist with the COVID-19 outbreak in Niue. And later on... The little kids are jumping around and it is truly one of the most spectacular feelings I've ever had in my life. Christmas has come a little early for some remote islands in Micronesia. Fijians will head to the polls for the 2022 general elections in less than 48 hours. Last week, 54,244 people turned out to cast their ballots for the pre-poll across 613, that's almost 70% of the total registered. The head of the elections office, Mohamed Sanim, announced on Monday that all voters will be provided free transportation on election day. Sanim says a call centre has been set up for the voters. If you are a voter who is still unsure of where you will be voting, simply text your voter card number to 1500 and it will message you the location of the polling venue where you will be voting in this election. Uh, We have added an additional um, information to this uh, 1500 platform. Voters who text their voter card number to 1500 will now also receive notification of the person they can contact for the purposes of free public transport on election day. He says the call centre will be manned by 40 personnel and operate between 7.30am and 6pm. Sanim has also urged international media arriving into the country this week to report accurately and abide by Fiji's media and election reporting laws. Any media who is reporting on the election should simply uh, report on it accurately. And if the media organization or the reporter has their own personal uh, uh, proclivities, uh, they should declare it and uh, they should be known for it. Uh, Obviously, it's an election and uh, they will be reporting uh, by media and uh, you've come in at the very last end, uh, business end of the stick. So this means that uh, there is going to be uh, uh, reporting rules and things that you have in this country. You have to abide by it and uh, report accurately. Um, do not be the cause for disinformation. A blackout on campaigning, political advertising and media reporting of political issues started at midnight on Sunday Fiji time. It will lift at the close of polling on Wednesday evening at 6pm. Mohamed Sanim says the Fiji Elections Office has received several reports of breaches by various political parties and they are working through the issues directly with offending parties. There has been quite a few complaints that have come our way. Uh, we've taken the approach of compliance first. Uh, where people have not complied, we have actually uh, told them that we might have to ask the police to take it down, so people have taken it down. You may also find some ads are still in circulation on uh, social media. Uh, we've been in touch with Facebook. They've advised that some of these may be there, but uh, if you come in contact with any of the ads on social media, please uh, Uh, refer that to us, we will have to ask the candidate to go and take it down. They might have to go to their um, ad center and remove the ad from there. We are well into the cyclone season in the South Pacific and it's been raining heavily for periods in Fiji over the last 24 hours. The 2018 election was heavily impacted by bad weather and so Mohamed Sanim says they're planning for the worst but hoping for the best. 
we will be mindful of that and we'll deal with it on a case by case basis if there is polling to be relocated we will definitely do that uh, and we're hoping for very good weather today and tomorrow and the day after uh, so that we don't have a repeat of 2018 uh, obviously some areas have uh, they are flood prone so we cannot put the polling station too far away it will still mean the voters can't make it to it so we'll we'll just have to deal with it on a case by case basis and pray for good weather Voting starts at 7.30am on Wednesday and will close at 6pm or after the last voter in the queue at 6pm has voted. More than 692,000 Fijians have registered to cast their votes to elect 55 members of parliament in what is shaping up to be the country's most significant election yet. A Pacifica Medical Association medical assistance team from New Zealand is heading to Niue this week following a request from the Niue government for support for its workers on the front line dealing with COVID-19 community transmission. Around half of Niue's nursing workforce is either away sick with COVID or on rostered leave. Government figures show there have been 198 infections since the virus arrived at the border in March this year. PMA Group Board Director Sir Colin Tukuitonga says with a blip in cases in New Zealand, Pacific nations are more vulnerable to a rise in cases. The cases here continue to escalate and it's important because the flights and the borders are now open in all the islands and so we can expect to see, regardless of how good the systems are on the ground in the islands, as more and more people travel, we expect to see more people, more cases in the islands, not just in Niue. Obviously, they've done the best job they can to try and contain it. So I think that's that's what we need to watch, the increasing numbers in New Zealand and the potential impact in, in the islands. I mean, it doesn't matter how good the systems are in the island, as long as people are traveling and, you know, they've eased up on traveling requirements, uh, traveler requirements, uh, inevitable that you'll get more and more cases. And the new government has made a request for a medical assistance team to come and support them from New Zealand. What are the details? So the new government has been in kind of regular contact with PMA. So this time around, it was last week, about this time last week in response to a fairly uh, rapid escalation in the number of uh, new cases. Uh, At at the time when we were talking, they had had 60-plus cases. It doesn't sound like a lot here, but it is uh, enough over there to cause them some concern, partly because some of their nursing staff were affected and were away. And also, more importantly, they wanted to give their health staff some relief, particularly nursing and doctors. And how many nurses and doctors are there in Newer, and how many of those have been impacted by COVID-19? My understanding is nine nurses are away off, uh, from uh, 15 or 16. So the nine, some were sick and some had scheduled leave. And what will this team be supporting newer medical professionals with? So the first team is relieving the clinical staff, the nursing uh, staff uh, at the hospital and health services. That's my understanding. 
And in January, PMA is scheduling additional people who would help with relieving uh, new air staff so they can go on leave. So that lot would include a laboratory person, a radiographer, but obviously still mostly nursing and doctors. So the the immediate group of uh, three nurses and a doctor would be primarily relieving the the nursing, the clinical staff in the care of patients and supporting them. But the the next lot of uh, in the deployment in January would be to allow staff, uh, local staff, to take some leave. And while the news now is that cases are rising and Newair is staring at its third week of experiencing community transmission, how proud are you of the country for being one of the last in the world to experience community transmission so long after other nations? Oh, I think that they've done a tremendous uh, job uh, overall. Uh, they they delayed the introduction of the of the virus in, uh, into the island until they've actually vaccinated uh, high vaccination. My understanding, ninety nine percent vaccination, and so they were able to do that and and uh, and avoid the community transmission. They've had uh, obviously quite a lot of support from PMA and. Uh, New Zealand Ministry of Health, uh, so they've been able to put in place uh, good systems to enable them to do this, and, and I think they've done a tremendous job, uh, actually. Christmas has come a little early this year for hundreds of families on remote island atolls across Micronesia. Helping Santa out this year was a U.S.-led multinational mission to deliver Christmas presents and humanitarian goods to 57 remote islands in the Northern Pacific. The annual Goodwill mission is codenamed Operation Christmas Drop, and this year it involved the air forces of the United States, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea and India. RNZ Pacific reporter Finau Funua has the story. In December 1952, an American B-29 Super Fortress aircraft was flying over the northern Pacific en route to Guam when the aircrew on board saw villages on the small atoll of Kapinga Morangi waving at them. Moved by the spirit of Christmas, one of the crew members grabbed a toy and threw it out of the aircraft. This would be the beginning of Operation Christmas Drop, an annual goodwill mission to deliver goods and presents to remote islands in Micronesia. One of the pilots participating in the operation, U.S. Hercules aircraft captain Jen Brenton, said that this mission was special. We pick a point of impact, we drop the bundle, and that is when you see the islanders come out of the trees or they come out on their boats and they can recover the bundle. And it is the most incredible moment when you see them. They are so excited. They're waving. The little kids are jumping around. And it is truly one of the most spectacular feelings I've ever had in my life. The U.S.-led multinational mission operates out of Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. And it includes the participation of six countries, including the United States, New Zealand, Australia, India, South Korea, and Japan. 
This year's mission delivered 200 boxes filled with humanitarian goods and Christmas gifts to 20,000 people across 57 islands in Palau, the Marshall Islands, and the Federated States of Micronesia. It takes hours for the aircrafts to reach the islands, and Flight Lieutenant Michael Louis Paget of the Royal New Zealand Air Force says, with many of the atolls being small, thin strips of land, the airdrop requires special maneuvering. It's called low coast, low altitude airdrop, where we we fly the airplane on a specific track、uh, along the outside of the island. So we tend to try and airdrop. The bundles just into the shallow lagoon by the beach, and we come in quite low so that we're able to drop it quite ac- well accurately in the lagoon. And then they've all got parachutes on them, so our loadmasters down the back will essentially cut them when we give them the green light and push them out the back. For the recipients of the bundles, it's equally meaningful. The remote islands are underdeveloped and small, with some having a land area of no more than a few square kilometers. Richard Clark, press secretary of the government of the Federated States of Micronesia, said the remote communities rarely receive visitors, making the airdrops extra special. Is there any better example of cooperation than to coordinate multiple governments across dozens of islands for that explicit and singular purpose of making Christmas absolutely amazing? Or is there any better example of love in our common humanity than to appreciate that at its core, Operation Christmas Drop began its life as a nice thing to do? Flight Lieutenant Michael Louis Paget shared Clark's sentiment. You can see them after you've dropped them coming out to collect them. And you just know that you've reached people that are so isolated and don't get our everyday supplies that we can just go down to the supermarket and get. And the the feeling that you are just able to help these people with what we wouldn't even regard as anything major, and to them it means so much. The initiative has even inspired the making of a Netflix movie called Operation Christmas Drop. That's Pacific Waves for today. Remember, you can download us for free to your device from Spotify, iHeart, or Apple Podcasts. And if you're using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can also find us. Thank you, Tomas, and we can be for that next time more.